Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new podcast. This podcast is called Second Draft. So, um, I guess I should go into like an origin story question mark. Um, actually, I'm not going to go into an origin story. Origin story? My parents yeah, were no, that's in an alleyway. Exactly. And so I thought this would be a great topic for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, so I'm going to talk about that in a different episode because I think that'd be a fun episode to do. Long story short, the basic premise of this show is it's like it's kind of like a review show in a way, except instead of giving like a number or something like that, we're taking movies, TV shows, that kind of thing that we yeah. didn't didn't like quite work for us. And seeing like, hey, if we had sort of the ba ba same basic premise, the same sort of, you know, goals, whatever it is, and if we constrain ourselves to like what we feel like a studio or a network or whatever would actually be comfortable with making, could we churn out a sort of better version of this in an hour? We take a turd and we try to polish it up. Exactly. Like, okay. And I realize that sounds extremely arrogant. So let me just go out on record and say, we're not claiming that the people who made these things are untalented I or, am. okay, I'm not. <laughs> ben is his own man. Um, but we're not throwing shade. We're not saying people like, oh, people in Hollywood are suck and all that kind of stuff. We just think it's fun. It's like, it's like a hypothetical, but for movies, you know what I mean? So, you know, we're just having fun with it and we we're we're aspiring writers, so you know, let's see if let's see if we got some chops, you know what I'm saying? Uh I, know I probably should introduce you. I didn't like give you this this is <laughs> Who Ben. Is this man speaking. Yeah. yeah, no, this there there isn't a second voice just randomly speaking. This is my friend Ben. Say hi Ben. Hey do. -do. So um I guess let's just hop into it right now, both of us are in self-imposed lockdown because coronavirus has the world in its terrifying grips. Oh man, you're, uh, you're dating. You're dating us. This is the first uh, yeah episode. People like ten years. I from mean, going to listen to it. And be like, what's yeah. going on? What do you do when you're not allowed to leave your apartment besides record podcasts? That's my question. Um, have you ever seen Rocky where he's uh, training by punching like a huge rack of like beef? Uh... I that's have. You, are you suggest? Are you suggesting we train by punching a giant rack of toilet paper? Because I'm fresh out. No, I'm saying you got to beat your meat. Ah. No. I see. If we had a cricket <laughs> soundbite, that'd be great right there. <laughs> no, I got it. I was just like, how should I respond to this? That oh, really? Oh, God. I was like, okay. should I, should I respond like, oh, to this in a way that doesn't dumb. make me really? seem like a complete creep? I'm not sure. <laughs> Cringeworthy road. That's what I mean. You know, I to be to be fair, you probably did the right thing because that would have been worse if you were like, "Oh, I know what you mean." <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so you, you took that. Would have been really weird if I was like, "Hell yeah, brother, beating your meat, high five. <laughs> um, anyway, let's hop into it. So I thought it seemed very timely. Uh, the world is on fire because of a deadly pandemic. So what better movie to rewrite than World War Z starring the amazingly handsome and, you know, probably on my cheat sheet list, Brad Pitt. Your cheat sheet? 
Yeah, yeah, you don't have one of those? Like, So if you were with someone, that would be someone who you would cheat with? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I need to actually find a girlfriend first. But just, I'm planning ahead in that situation where it's like, if I have a girlfriend <laughs> and Brad Pitt wants to have sex with me, then it's all good. You would know you saying? be top or would you be bottom? I don't, whatever he wants. He's the attractive one. I feel like he's very <laughs> considerate and you guys would like switch off. Okay, I see. All right. All right, we're, I'm going to stop this conversation because this got weird. <laughs> Come back um, to, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> High five. All right. Um, cool. So, World War Z, it's based off of a book. Um, I think the full title of the book is like World War Z, an oral history of the end of the world or something like that. Have you read it before? World War Z? Um no oh gosh um i know the author is max brooks and he wrote a different book about like how to prepare for a zombie apocalypse or something yeah yeah so i think the basic idea is that book came out first and then he like made a fictional story about the idea of like if this book if the survival guide was real what like oh yes that's you know what i mean the zombie um the Max's declassified uh, zombie survival. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that was, uh, I did that was read that. One. That was pretty great. And I do remember, if you recall, mm-hmm. there was like a list of incidents, like a fake list of like you know, uh, right, right, the right, right, right. virus like spreading. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do remember that one of those incidents was on my birthday, and I was like, oh, that's pretty <laughs> cool. That's that's my takeaway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I read the book. I think I read the whole book. It was a real, real long time ago. Um, so I don't remember it amazingly well, but I do remember it's like, it's not a continuous story. It's like, um, it's short stories or like vignettes and the book is like broken up into like three sections, which three sections. The first one is the outbreak. The second one's the war. And then the third one is like recovery or something like that. So it's not like, it's not like one character arc. It's like a bunch of short stories all put into one compilation and the idea is that the person who's putting the all the stories together is like someone who survived the war and is now like traveling around getting people's stories um so i think that's already something to contend with because we're adapting a book which is already hard i mean look at the hobbit which you know maybe another episode and then on top of that we're not uh, adapting a book with a with a traditional story arc where it's a it's an adapt adaptation of a collection of short and what's worse is they wanted to make this into like a trilogy (laughs) really they wanted to make it to a trilogy well the way the movie ends right now i feel like there wouldn't be much meat on those bones left i mean that didn't stop peter jackie yeah so see my first inclination was that this would probably have worked better as a show where you have a couple of those really big high budget moments but then other than that it's mostly like like it could even be episodic to a certain extent. Uh, uh, a little like yeah. a limited series potentially. No, I mean, I mean, probably li- probably limited in the, yeah or a show. They could not afford Brad Pitt for a show. That's true. Well, I don't know. TV's big right now. All the movie stars are going to TV. Well, this anyway. came out in 2013. That's true. Well, that was that's still, that Game like, of Breaking Thrones Bad was out. Is finished. Yeah, but Game of Thrones was getting started, right? I forgot. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so this is definitely going to be a tough one, but, you know, with all Corona and all this going on, like, it seemed timely. So um, let me just 
go ahead and give us a quick plot synopsis and then I will start the clock. Uh, we're going to give ourselves an hour and see what we can come up with in that time. Okay, so uh, spoiler alerts for World War Z. I don't know if anybody cares, but it's, you know, it's a seven-year-old movie, so I'm sure you don't. Anyway, so Jerry Lane is stuck in traffic with his family when a zombie outbreak kicks into gear. An old friend from the UN picks up the family in Jersey and takes them to a U.S. aircraft carrier. It is theorized that the zombies result from a virus, virus which could only be neutralized if the origin was discovered. Lane is told his family will be kicked off the aircraft carrier if he doesn't help, so he flies to an army base in South Korea to investigate. There, he learns that the virus was brought to the base by the base doctor. He then leaves to go to Jerusalem, where a safe zone was built before the outbreak was made public. There, he learns that the Mossad had intercepted an Indian transmission about a zombie outbreak and began, and began preparing ahead of time. Zombies scale the giant wall by piling up on themselves after being attracted to the loud celebrations being held inside. Yeah. Dur during his escape, Lane notices the zombies ignoring an old man. Lane and an Israeli soldier escape on a commercial airliner, which is quickly overrun by more zombies and crashes in Wales. Lane gets to the World Health Organization facility that he was trying to reach there. Uh, he then realizes that zombies won't try to infect terminally ill people, so to test his hypothesis, he, inf he infects himself with an unknown pathogen. His idea works, and soon humanity begins creating vaccines based on deadly diseases that camouflage them from the zombies. Then humanity begins to fight back against the oncoming horde. End of movie. Clap, clap, clap. That's weird. Um, if it sounds like there wasn't an ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess in that sense, there is room for a trilogy, but I feel like the next two movies would be pretty freaking weak since you already figured out how to solve the problem. But whatever. We're not, we're not going to worry about that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. This, gonna, this podcast could be like three hours. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Starting. We're going to have one hour starting right now okay so i would say oh. the first thing to change yeah is the names because brad pitt is named jerry and his friend is named terry and <laughs> when i remember when i first read, I saw this movie i was like so confused <laughs> and i was like Wait. way back then i remember this stream extremely specific grievance i had way back then <laughs> like and the like, parks and, the when parks I was and rec learning, bit you know right taking classes and screenwriting or whatever uh -huh. uh, i made that mistake i named two characters john and joe and then my, <laughs> my teacher my professor was like you can't do that <laughs> you, <laughs> you gotta give them different names that's funny especially if they rhyme oh anyway, wow that's, that's all, all right I mean. yeah no that's fine let's call brad uh pitt's character I don't know, uh, Brad call Lane. Him, uh, is that is that two on the nose? Call him uh, uh, Jonathan Stamos, nicknamed Stamos. Ah, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jonathan Stamos against zombies. That makes sense. Um, cool. <laughs> so, hopping into it, we got to sort of talk about it, adapting it because since the book. So the movie tried to do a thing which I actually think is like 
kind of interesting, but also I feel like it doesn't it doesn't really add much to it. Where it's like, so the book is broken up into three larger sections about the outbreak, the war, mm. and then like the recovering period. And in the book, there's a bunch of like political. Uh, would you jar- want jargon the? And... Would Would you want to toss out the movie a lot, or and do you want it to be more? Um, true to the book or no i well i just want to talk i just want to establish a baseline first because uh, we we do want to make a good adaptation we don't want to be like okay here's the title and then we'll just do our own thing because then what's the point um so the movie the way it has it now is that the intro is like the outbreak so we're in america like everybody's confused the city you know traffic jams and all this kind of stuff they escape then you have the war section where they're in israel and it's like hundreds of zombies and military combat all this kind of stuff and then there's like the last act of the movie which is in the world health organization facility has this like sort of creepy uh horror vibe where it's like a couple of survivors i think that was my favorite part of the movie Okay, that's something. I, yeah. I, I like that part of the movie, too. I, I mean, it's weird because that's probably that's probably the strongest part of the movie for me as well, but it's also pretty similar to other zombie movies, you know what I mean? And at least World War Z had the distinction of being like, oh, this is a zombie outbreak on, on a world stage political level with, you know, governments and alliances and safe zones and yeah. military, all that kind of stuff. So at least I felt like that is like, the unique part of the I mean story. the movie came out in like 2013 so everything they did was pretty was not as um mm. generic or uh cliched yeah, yeah, yeah. as it is now I don't maybe know it was. Maybe I, I, I feel like remember. I feel like even back then we people understood I, it was definitely like the heyday of zombie like fanaticism but I feel like even it then was almost like kinda... a zombie virus yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, can we get I that just, cricket soundbite ready yeah well i'll i'll figure it out we'll, right. we'll do it in post you know fix it in post that's that's <laughs> that's that's, that's going to be our solution for all these rewrites anyway um so i don't necessarily want to throw out all the war part of it i think there there can be fun stuff with that but i, I guess my question is to start off do we want to do the same thing that the movie did now where it's like, we are only following one character, but we try to take that one character through all the sort of different phases. Of so the book? I, I think yes. Um, okay. One or a small group, because mm. for me personally, subjectively, yeah. whenever a story movie, TV show, video game, has like separate stories of different characters that are unrelated. Uh I don't care about any of them. You know, it's, it's hard for me. It's almost like, um, when you're a parent with like three kids, you can't love them all equally. Jesus Christ. You can't, there's almost only so much love to spread around. Jesus Christ, Ben. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I I swear that's my truest thoughts. Do we, has, has, has this week of not, seeing other people like a ro- like brought some stuff to the surface that we need to talk about no i've, I've always thought that <laughs> i've i've always thought that okay only Let's about move. the 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 parent thing was just a metaphor <laughs> gotcha the, okay cool so okay so movie, let me ask the, you what then. i feel about like movie characters and stuff that's i've always thought that okay so then this is this is um 
So there's Game of Thrones, which has a bunch of different stories all going on at once. There's also, I think, um, one recent example of a movie doing this, I think, kind of interesting is... Um, oh, God, what's the Chris Nolan movie about World War II? Um, oh, uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk, thank you, thank you. So Dunkirk is like this one event that's told from a bunch of different perspectives. So I feel like well, there see, is a way see right to there. do that. Okay. He sighs. Yes. Is what uh, what is called you calling me out and uh, finding my flaws because I love both those movies <laughs> <laughs> and I love the early seasons of Game of Thrones. So yeah, 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 immediately yeah, my sure. case falls to shambles. For sure, for sure. No, no, no. I don't think your case falls to shambles. I'm just saying that there there's potential. But the thing is about that is that like those types of scripts are really hard to do because you have to juggle all these different characters and make it feel like all of their different stories all matter in the same way. And yeah. in this situation, I don't even necessarily think that would help because we're not, we're not trying to capture several different stories. We're trying to capture potentially different time periods. You know what I mean? I wonder if I think if we were to do multiple characters, um, and mm-hmm. I think why I would have to break down why I liked Dunkirk and why I liked um, Game of Thrones is maybe because they spent the time to establish these characters before the shit went down. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to the reason why I don't like um, typically those other stories where they have multiple characters is that they're just thrown right into it. Yeah. Um, I'm like, who are well, these I would people? Well, I, ar- I would argue that Dunkirk does a good thing where it's like they kind of create fairly generic. He kind of creates kind of like generic cookie cutter type characters. Not in a bad way, but just in a way that's like without too much preamble you can understand where these characters are coming from like you understand the general's perspective you understand the young private's perspective you understand the pilot's perspective all because we understand those characters in film already we already were like taking our knowledge into that movie going ahead of time you know what i mean yeah so yeah. i understand what you're saying of like if they have we have a full two... cast of characters yeah and harry styles yeah <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta put my 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 boy on blast like that? Hey, he had he has some good bops, so I'm not. That, that isn't true. like a slight to him. I'm just saying. Is it? He kind of stood I out. Like, I feel like it's probably like a testament to how little I'm able to keep up with my own people in my age group or younger. Where I watched that movie and I didn't realize until the train scene at the very end, I was like, "Wait, that guy's a singer, isn't he?" Like I was completely oblivious the entire time. Well, that's good. I mean, you were you were in it. I was hooked. I was yeah. I was I was engrossed. Anyway, so <laughs> the plot. Yeah, yeah. Of this movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is this is a podcast where we talk about Dunkirk and how it's going great. Uh, <laughs> and Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I guess here's my basic question: Do we want to do one character? And if we do, do we want it to be more draw, like more focused than the original movie is right now? Or do we want to do one character and try to spread it out the way the movie does? Or do we want to do a cast of characters? I would say start with one character, uh, mm-hmm. establish that, like Brad Pitt, whatever. And then yeah. it starts to branch. You could branch it off into multiple characters mm-hmm. as it goes on. Okay. That's yeah, I, I could see that. That's kind of like a which maybe is like a, basically just like a typical movie. Yeah, <laughs> which is basically just a movie. So let's yeah. do it. <laughs> um, actually, when you said that, I, I think it's of, like, yo, uh, what if, 
what if we had the beginning, and then in the middle something happens, and then at the end, there's a climax and resolution. We'll call it a three-act structure. That's Whoa! Sick, bro. Bro, you're blowing my mind. Pack that, pass that hookah uh, pipe real quick. Uh, bro, wipe that's it down, amazing. though, because I don't want to get that corona. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Collect ourselves. We're... we're, we're... Okay. Um... So my how, question how far is, so when, when, when you we, said how much time sorry, do we have left? Um like 50 minutes? Yeah, 50 minutes. We're good. Oh, okay. Um So when you said that, whatever you just said, um I thought of Independence Day. That's a that's like you kind of Oh, have Will yeah, Smith. that was a good one too. You have Will Smith, you have the president. Um I guess that's basically Well, you have Will Smith's wife. And then all their stories kind of like come together. My reach. whole my whole tale, my whole stance is unraveling. Like, <laughs> oh, I like yeah, that I, movie too. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I just brought you on because I wanted to uh, like show you up publicly. That's pretty much why you're on this show. Yeah, I hope that's okay. I see, I see it now. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So now let me ask from a setting perspective do we want to stick with the idea of like we want to see the outbreak we want to see the war and we want to see the conclusion you know what i mean um because i i have i have a sort of inclination of being like why don't we just start in the war because we've seen zombie outbreaks before we've seen zombie cure stuff before what if we kind of start in the but that's dangerous because if you start in the middle of like a war um then people don't have time to kind of like build up um, their emotional investment into it. Yeah. I guess I'm just sort of assuming that like all of the stuff, all the, the things about outbreaks where it's like people are confused, then there's like panic in cities and all this kind of stuff. I feel like that's something people have seen before. So it's, so my thought is just like, do we really need to spend so much time in that section? And can we just sort of trim that down and get to that? Like, to the 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 like sort of crazy world scale stuff or do we even want to do that well what's your um what's your starting equilibrium it would is it like some people are sheltered in place and then you know the outbreak has been happening for like a month and um as you know in the beginning of the story it has to have the equilibrium right 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 maybe we can start where it's like our main character is getting to one of these sheltered locations and things have been bad for a while, but it's like, it's not until we get to one of these safe zones that we realize, Oh, this is like a worldwide thing. And this might be like end of humanity type stuff. Mm. Do you feel like that's too much onboarding at the beginning? Cause again, um, I feel like people understand zombie movies. I feel like they understand concepts therein. You know what I mean? So I yeah, like I mean, um, at the beginning of a zombie movie, you don't have to necessarily explain of that. That is what audience understand, but you still have to kind right. of go through um, the kind of rigmarole of establishing a story. If you skimp skimp out on that, then people are going to be like, "Why do I care?" Yeah, that's true. But no, I, no, I, no, I, I'm I not saying question, that. Like, well, I guess my you're making a Batman that... movie, so you have to show 
Batman's parents being killed. No, I'm not yeah, saying see, that. Yeah, see, that, that, that's my point. It's like, yeah, at this yeah, point, yeah. if the next Batman movie comes out, do we really need to see his parents get shot again, or can we just get into it? I feel like we can get into it. Like, you know um, I mean? While understanding the basic premise of Batman is a rich kid whose parents got shot, and now yeah. he's a superhero. You know what I mean? So I think we can agree that on this hypothetical movie of ours, yeah. it doesn't have to open up with like a narration. It was like, in the beginning, there was a outbreak. It spread mm-hmm. throughout the countries and yada yada. Right, yada. right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like, yeah, because I feel like the second you show a bunch of people in a safe zone, you show like guys on top of a wall with rifles, right? And then you like have a scene where it's like you could even have a scene at the beginning where it's like a bunch of people are sort of like walking in refugee style and everybody's like oh what's going on and then some guy in a watchtower was like contact and then a bunch of zombies like start coming over the hill and then people are panicking and trying to run to the safe zone and they shoot oh, everybody and, and that's our intro you know what i mean because then you immediately are like people are going into safe zones and it's because there are zombies out and about and then then we can have then we can jump into our main character and what he's going to be doing for the movie. You know, I mean, I mean you can that... start it off in the same way as uh, Game of Thrones started off, where it's like someone running back to this safe zone. And they're like zombies, and then right, 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 for sure, for sure. I don't know, but that's a little generic. But all right, let's let's table that for a second because we're getting right. hung up on the intro a little bit. So what if um, so there's a lot of there's there's tons of options we can take for this story what if we talk about um brad pitt's character arc instead and maybe that will give us light sure so the the thing about this movie is that it the his whole his only motivation is making sure there's a safe place for his family but i feel like there's no real character arc for him he's basically like i want to protect my family and then he's jetting around the world trying to find out what the cause of the outbreak is and at the end, he figures. Uh, he had, at the very least figures out a solution. He doesn't figure out the cause, but he figures out a solution, and he protects his family. So there's no real character change for him. Well, let's get. Well, Unless let's give him some character change. Yeah, that's true. Let's do it. I mean, I guess you could say he goes from someone who doesn't want to be involved to someone who's like leading the resistance. Oh damn, that's what I was kind of gonna suggest. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Whoops. Um, that's okay if we feel like. I mean, to, I, I feel like the movie right now doesn't do enough to flesh that out, so we can just say we're going to do that, but, like, give it more character moments, you know, more points of decision, more points of whatever. Yeah, um, like, um, maybe at the beginning he's m- more selfish. He kind of, he, he kind of, that's how he was in the movie, but more mm-hmm. selfish, he's like, I just care about my family. My daughter! Yeah. And, that um, that's true like he because in in the movie right now he's not selfish he's just like he's doing what any normal person would do and there are even points where he's like like because there's that part at the beginning where he, they're in jersey and this one family lets him into their apartment and then they're about to get out of there and he's like you should come with us and the family's like nah fam uh so in that scenario he's not necessarily being selfish he's just he's being a very normal person and then oh, offering oh. help would you be opposed to so we want, um, yeah, we do have to have the international part. I was, okay, well, I was he, thinking about he, stripping it all away <laughs> and being okay. very small and very intimate of a storyline. Like, do you ever see mm. um, 
Uh, it comes at night from eight twenty-four. Uh, give me a very give me two give me the log line real quick. What's so about? the I don't know the log line, but basically, <laughs> um, I they never fully establish it, but it is something like uh, um, there's kind of like a virus uh, going uh-huh. on, and it changes people, and the right, family right, right, just right. stays indoors the whole time, and nobody goes out. And they encounter mm. another family, and the family's like, please save us, and they're really reluctant. And then so right. it's two families inside of this house, and then they start to slowly um, suspect each other and blah, 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 and stuff like that. So, Oh, so it's kind of like Anne Frank, but with zombies? Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm just man, trying to Anne understand. Fra- Anne Frank should sue them. <laughs> Too dark, man. Too soon. Too dark? Too soon, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Taking the core is what I say. Fire, I know, right? Um, okay, so, yeah, but I, but I, I, I work. That, and that's the, so that was just like a sidestep. Like, but do you want to keep in like the international politics, which is totally fine if we do? I don't even know if it necessarily needs to be politics, but I do think if we're going to make a movie called World War Z... The the stakes should be the world. Yeah. Like I understand that I it's, that's that. that seems a little bit cliched, but I feel like at the same time it's like <laughs> the, the, the we can't make world stakes. we can't make a, a movie called World War Z and then the whole thing takes place in an apartment. You know what I mean? It that's is, like, that's it's not backyard, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have our Brad Pitt. He's very selfish at the beginning. Yeah. Let's even have a moment where he's like very specifically selfish. Like he either beats out another family for their for a spot in a safe zone or, oh. would, or he, would he be a, a morally gray character where he locks out a family to keep his own safe no that'd be kind of dickish that would be like i mean i'm okay with him being dish, dickish but i think i think an interesting character's arc would be like he goes from someone who's like this is this is a bad situation. I need to say, stay, stay safe. And then, as he sort of realizes how large the scope is, where it's like, oh no, this could be the end of humanity. He sort of is forced to shed that idea of just survival first, and then is able to adopt like a, we all are in this together. We all need to band together to save humanity, type of thing. Well, you know in I mean? that case, then this uh, turn up the dial on his dickishness, and then he does right, do right, stuff right. like sure, lock out sure. another family, and then say like his. Uh, his daughter witnesses him doing that, and then that creates like a rift in more mm-hmm. um, for uh, motiv- uh, subconscious motivation for him to change. Yeah. All right. How about okay? Um, all right. We have the basic character arc of selfish, or at least they're at the least like a survivalist, going to someone who is actively working to save humanity. Quote unquote. Yeah. Um, so now let's figure out some details. Um, one thing I didn't like about the movie was this idea that the zombies don't attack old people. Like, oh, that's right. I mean, I at least understand it from the point of like, oh, the virus doesn't want to spread to people. Okay. No, it, here, here, <laughs> well, that's like the opposite uh, of the virus going on right now. Uh, here, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> here's the um, thing. No, it, they don't. Here's the thing about zombies. The whole point about zombies is that they like it's a it's some sort of something that reanimates corpses so it's like even if you blow a a hole through their gut they're still shambling around the only way to kill them is to blow destroy the brain right yeah because that's that's the center of where all the motor function are so whatever i'm not gonna get too deep into nerd stuff but my point is that 
if your solution is that the virus you already have created a virus that is able to make corpses still move and and like attack other living things so why would a virus like that be worried about like human diseases that kill humans normally you know what i mean yeah. is that dumb yeah that's a good point i feel like when i saw that i was like i don't I feel like that's giving a virus a little too much credit. Maybe they just sense. wanted to. They just were. It seemed like they were just throwing a lot of ideas and just mm-hmm. seeing what stuck. Like it doesn't affect like sick people. Like yeah. uh, if you get bit, you can chop off that hand and then you'll be okay. Right, right, right. Uh, if well, okay. So let me even throw this at you. Um, do we even need a? Do we need a? a, a a machina, a Deus Ex Machina. Do we need like a, a a silver bullet that cures or at least protects humans, or can it just be zombies are a thing? We have to figure out how to deal with them. And yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Ex Machina is always the worst. Yeah, I mean, in a zombie movie, it's hard to say that. The oh, cure you know, is necessarily be an Ex Machina, but what? You know, be sick. Uh, just to yeah. toss in a scene here. Um, uh-huh. George Miller, who did like Mad Max, he's sometimes yeah. referred to as like. Uh, the anti-ex machina guy so okay. for instance Fair like enough. early on in our movie we can have a scientist who develops a vaccine and it's mm-hmm. showing like results and stuff on like tests right, 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 right. and mm-hmm. he was like uh, this is you know this is it we've done it and he injects himself with the vaccine and he goes out in front of like uh, the zombie virus uh, the zombies but then they just end up killing him because it doesn't work. Yeah. Actually, there's a point. I remember there was a part in um, in the book, the original book. There's like, there's like, it's like the section right before the straight up, I think they call it the panic or something like that, where it's like, there's actually a point where a placebo drug or a placebo vaccine oh, really? starts going around where people are like, oh, this vaccine protects you against the virus. And it's still at a point where life is still basically normal for people but this is people are starting to get worried and and are like develop a slight uh desire for brains exactly yeah it's like it's it's whatever long story short there's a point where there's a placebo vaccine and then things really like hit the fan when it's revealed that the the vaccine doesn't actually do anything and then people just straight up start like losing it i swear to god i haven't read the book (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that's okay, okay. What if that is um one of our turns? So what if um what if Yeah okay, Hear me out. So so we get to so our movie starts with Brad Pitt and his family getting to a safe zone. We show him being dickish, saying like all that matters is that my family gets protected, da, 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 all this kind of stuff. We just gotta hunker down, stay safe until a a cure is like found right and then yeah. a cure is supposedly found right like you were saying yeah and then you know brad pitt's like oh okay cool so we didn't actually need like you know so it's fine we're just gonna put out this cure and everything will be fine and then our turn is that uh, our character turn for him is that oh the vaccine actually doesn't work so now he has to start thinking long term and start oh thinking, you know it'd like, be crazy if this isn't gonna go away we need to solve this it would be great like if the vaccine it not only works but it makes the virus more aggressive okay and then uh yeah you know how like in the actual movie um 
Uh-huh. These zombies are like crazy. They can scale like huge freaking walls because they're yeah. so aggressive. Like uh, the the vaccine should make them become that. Like they're not that initially. Oh, okay. So it's like, Do you feel like? I feel like that might be a little bit too sci-fi. You too know what I mean? Sci-fi. Oh my god. Yeah. Is I'm that sending a you I'm an gonna... angry gif right now. <laughs> um. I don't know. Well, I mean, what does that do for? I guess the idea is that like. No, actually, I'm I'm thinking my way into that idea working because the the idea is that like him sitting on his ass and just letting. Letting what the powers that be solve the problem actively I, make it harder, make it worse. I would, oh, I would, <laughs> that's cute. I would suggest that Brad Pitt would have to be involved in the vaccine, um, just because, like the as a character shouldn't like sit back while like the plot moves without him. You know, right? Um, well, is that is that our situation where we have other characters that are involved with the vaccine side of it? Well, well I mean, um, he's, like, on the team, and the, the team's developing it, and he's, like, involved and oversees mm-hmm. it, and... Um, he, he He's aware of the process. He yeah. is not... He's not a doctor actively trying to create the cure, but he's a part yeah. of the process. He has influence, and he's basically saying, yeah, we just need to sit tight, not do anything, and let these eggheads figure it out, right? Then they claim to figure it out, and they don't, so then it, the story becomes, okay, well now it's not enough we need to i don't see now i'm starting to get hang up because now once he figures out that the vaccine doesn't work what is his goal going to change to like i get we need to figure out an end goal that he's going to go for that he wants humanity as a large to go for as well um i mean maybe he continues to hunt down he was like there is um maybe he gets obsessive with it and uh, saying like we got we got to try again we got to find like a, a a stronger vaccine or whatever, and then his mm-hmm. wife was like, Brad Pitt, it's it's over, it's not about the cure anymore, it's about surviving, and then yeah. Brad Pitt's like, why do you call me by my first and last name? Yeah, <laughs> why do you call like, me by my actor's name? My name isn't Brad Pitt. My name is Terry Gilliam or whatever we said. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Gilliam. <laughs> Oh gosh, she has like a ponytail. Um, okay, I, so I, I'm I'm sort of like I like the idea of of it going from a race to find the cure to now being like we can't just let people do what they want. We have to actually like can can it be a thing where it's like his goal now is to change hearts and minds and to have people sort of realize or like at least the government realize like this isn't just a let people live their lives normally and then it'll sort itself out type of issue this is like a we, we we're going to have to crack down we're going to have to do something drastic and people's lives are going every single person's lives is going to be affected otherwise we're going to lose you know what i mean yeah that's kind of interesting, I feel like, because then yeah. it becomes a... He could becomes a, be like, a, yeah. the reason why this virus is spreading is because of environmental pollution. And then it turns out to just be like a whole uh, environment, climate change film, right. and Al Gore comes out. But, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That, that I can... I, uh, 
this is no no fault through your of your own, but I feel like there's so many movies nowadays where it's like the villain is like, we have destroyed the planet. The only way to fix it is to purge humanity. You know what I mean? Oh gosh, I, I feel like that happens so often nowadays that I don't want to do it here now. <laughs> no, I meant that as kind of a joke. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. cool, cool, cool. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> no, my first idea when I was thinking about that, I was like, what if Rampy comes out? I was like. The virus is spreading, and the only way we could stop it is through the consumption of Twinkies. And it's this whole actual commercial. <laughs> Twinkies, the refreshing taste that you love. <laughs> refreshing? Oh, wow. Refreshing taste. I don't know. I've never heard Twinkies what, described that way. Whenever I think commercials, I think someone's saying refreshing taste. I don't know why. Like, two guys are playing, like, basketball, and they're all sweaty, and they're all, you yeah. know, like, Top Gun, kind of, like, uh, exactly. homoerotic. But they're like, oh, woof. <laughs> I'm quenched. Want to grab a Twinkie? Yeah, let me just chomp down on this Twinkie real quick. Um, okay, back on track. Let's figure this out. So right now, once we have that turn, that's like somewhere in the um, in like the second act of the movie. Yeah. Our third act needs to start off with Brad Pitt being like, okay, what is the new solution? The solution that maybe people aren't gonna like. And and how do we accomplish that? What are the obstacles to accomplishing that? So, um, I mean, if we're going to make it super timely, the most obvious answer is that, like, we need to go into full lockdown. We need to set up uh, safe zones where everybody needs to live. And then, you know, what could I suggest? It, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. What if they decide, like, there's no cure the world mm-hmm. is overrun already. Mm-hmm. Like hundreds and hundreds of millions of zombies. They're like, our only choice is to go underground. The remainder of humanity go underground and then purge the the earth. And so they right, 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 right. launch like nuclear weapons all over and then just wait for uh, all the mm. zombies to die. Hopefully that their bunkers will protect them and then. But that kind of leaves our characters inactive too, right? Of just like, let's go into our bunkers and, you know what I mean? Well, it's like, it's it's not an ideal happy ending. Like, they go right. underground and they launch and... Uh, oh, so you're saying the end of the movie is people going underground, like Fallout style. Yeah. And then, like, the, mm-hmm. the events of launching um, all of the nuclear weapons... Mm-hmm. They can call that code name like the second flood. Wow, right? I, that's got I like that. That's pretty good. Although in the Bible, uh, it says the second flood isn't going to be an actual flood. The world's going to burn. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna if we're if we're, if gonna, we're gonna, gonna get all biblical a, real quick. I'm gonna send you a, a wow gift right now. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, to get in a little Bible allegory into there too. The world, the first time God sent a flood and rains, this time he sends fire, and his fire is nuclear warheads. Well, yeah, all you gotta. Right, uh, all right. You gotta get the the. What's, what's the word I'm trying to think of? I'm pretty sure that's what the Bible says. Don't actually don't quote me on that. I haven't read my Bible. Recently. You gotta get the theists out to see. You know. Yes, exactly. That's a big market. Um, Using the word theist sounds like I'm like a fedora-wearing atheist. (laughs) 
I'm not. <laughs> okay, so let's let's go with that idea right now. What is the obstacle? Is it going to be like Brad Pitt needs to convince the world leaders that that's their only solution? Because usually the good guy isn't the one who's opting for the nuclear option. You know what I mean? Um. Or hold hold up hold up. What if what if we have a thing where Brad Pitt is um is giving out a solution people are ignoring it and then the end is like oh my god it it doesn't work people didn't act fast enough or whatever uh last ditch effort the only thing we can le left is to nuke the planet um yeah uh, i mean is there a whole congress of people who are still alive yeah it's not like everybody dies, but it's more of like Brad Pitt has a solution that, I don't know. I'm thinking like, what if Brad Pitt has a solution that's like, we have to select areas, cordon them off, martial law, and all this kind of stuff. People don't like that because, I don't know, like there's a part in the original book where it's like, the American government ignores the problem for too long because they don't want to cause panic during an election yeah. year. Uh, once again eerily similar to what's going on right now cool. but that's a, that's a topic for another discussion another time um so what if that's what happens here in a sort of way where it's like the world leaders aren't willing to make the drastic choices my so first then... thought would mm. be um like you know some sort of parliamentary body um is disagreeing mm -hmm. and they vote and they're like no we don't want to do this because we don't want to nuke the planet right um, and then, like, zombies get in and kill everyone in that parliament. And then it was like, there's no one left to stop me. Well, not in a bad way, but um, yeah, it was like, well, I mean, now, you know, I got to do this mm -hmm. since no one's left. But I will acknowledge that that takes the action out of his character, and which is bad. Yeah, so I I veto what I just suggested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no. Sometimes sometimes you got to throw out an idea, and then once you actually hear it in the world, you're yeah. like, oh no, that was shit. Uh, I'm, I'm still pretty gung ho on the Twinkie idea. Yes, Twinkies are definitely making an appearance. Twinkies and Pepsi, if you remember the original movie. <laughs> Twinkies and Pepsi. Do you remember that? No. Not not Twinkies. In the original movie, there's this very long, awkward scene where Brad Pitt stops in front of a Pepsi vending machine and takes a big swig. And then really? He like, and then he, like, puts it down and moves on, and it's like, oh, jeez. Like, such obvious product placement. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, um, I don't anyway. remember the... Yeah, it was, I, I'm pretty, it was memed for a while, but... I don't know. I feel like our end point being a nuclear option where he's pressing the button is like because there's so many like action thrillers and all that kind of stuff where the point is we have to stop the nukes and i feel like that always well, works because because it's a ticking clock you know what i mean like mission impossible style like if we don't hit the button in time then the world gets nuked but if we if we want the world to get nuked then it's kind of like what are our obstacles for that happening all we have to do is press a button no it would have to be we can f contrive it to mm -hmm. where they have to travel and go to the the base that um, does it all, mm -hmm. and um, maybe the descent. <laughs> oh, oops, I'm, maybe I'm sleeping. Um, yeah. The dissenting body could get attacked. Um, 
and eaten by zombies, but Brad Pitt tries is to the, save is, him Hold anyway. on. Is the whole thing like it turns into like it turns into national treasure where it's like we have to steal the we have to steal the nuclear football from the president. Oh god. <laughs> and Nick Cage shows up and he's like, I have a plan. You say the nuclear football? Yeah, that's the thing. You haven't heard of that? Oh, <laughs> it was literally just like a football <laughs> that's radioactive. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you have never heard of the nuclear football? No. Oh, God. Gonna, that's hilarious. I you gonna, thought it was an actual football. Go- no, the nuclear something. football is like, it's like a suitcase that the president has like near him at all times so that in case he needs to hit the, the button to launch the nukes, he can do it from anywhere. <laughs> so Brad Pitt goes uh, to the president. To grab this nuclear like, football, I was like, Mr. President, I'm going to need that from you. And then the president yeah. was like, take it if you, or, you, uh, he's like, you better try over my dead yeah. body. And he, like, pulls over a football helmet on his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the president, no, no, the president, the president's just like, yeah, okay, go long, Hail Mary, <laughs> and then just throws it at him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, like, wrestles it and tosses it to his daughter. Uh, all right, um... I don't know the the whole nuclear option thing is still not sitting quite right with me. It does it kind I mean, does that kind of seem like the ex machina? Not necessarily because in this case it would be the bad ending where it's like not everything didn't get solved. It was just like the only thing we could do. So I, I feel um, personally I, I, mean, I feel I feel like people are too quick to label things as ex machinas. Like yeah. what not if, everything um, is an ex machina. Sometimes that's just how the movie. Anyway, whatever. What if... So, in their travels, uh, yeah. Brad Pitt and his family, they um, come upon these uh, elites, power elites, and, you know, they're all dying, or maybe they have a battle or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then as the last one is dying, um, they're like, we have, like, an underground bunker. And it was right. meant to, you know, in case oh. of world-ending tragedies like this. Yeah. And it's... Oh, okay. Bro, bro, bro. I got it. I got it. Um, going off what you were saying just now, what if it's like the vaccine doesn't work and then the turning point is like Brad Pitt and his family like are in this safe zone. They're in this like whatever like controlled area where mm-hmm. the zombies are being fended off and he's, and Brad Pitt's like, look, this is working temporarily. I thought we could wait it out, but we can't. So we need to take everybody here and we need to like have like a mass migration and get as many people as we can to like freaking Greenland or something because it's there we can control the spread and it's like you know it's an island so it had all this kind of stuff and the cold the cold weather and all that so then it's like brad pitt has to lead this giant like freaking moses across the desert he has to lead this giant group of people out of america get them onto boats planes all this kind of stuff and try to get them to greenland and the american government is is like not about it i like that i like that's pretty fun i like that that's like uh that's that's like um Oh man, that's like a storyline out of like mm. the Ninja Turtles, right? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know, I'm just trying. Are to you being be, funny? Yeah, I'm trying to be a good. Oh okay. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, what cartoon have you been watching? I want to watch Ninja Turtles. Freaking Moses it up. <laughs> oh man, oh man, isn't that the storyline of uh, Ernest Scared Straight? <laughs> Uh, excuse me, I'm pretty sure there was a similar episode to that, uh, in Jimmy Neutron, uh. <laughs> you can't handle the Neutron style. 
<laughs> That's all. That was awesome. Um, anyway. God, I'm so bad at this because every time you throw out a funny joke, I think you're being serious. I never know when you're being funny I'm always goofing. You know that. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Then let me lay it out the way we have it so far. Um, I Just for those listening, most of the time people break up movies into three acts. I personally like to do like uh, five acts because it let, I feel like it lets you get a little bit more specific. It's not a big deal either way. I, I mean... Personally, this is a personal opinion, but I kind of feel like a lot of times people are too hung up on acts and how they work out in a movie to like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to get onto this tangent right now. Anyway, I'm going to break it out into five acts because that's how I like to do it. So act one, Brad Pitt is escaping or trying to reach the safe zone with his family. We see him be dickish somehow where he does something that's more selfish and more concerned with I, his own I do want to backtrack and also... Okay retract my suggestion of him closing the door on a family because that would be way too sinister um, yeah so it has to be something that's more just morally gray um i don't even think it necessarily needs to be that he does something wrong it just needs to be something that shows that he's like he's not taking this as something as as serious as he's not taking it as serious as he should be you know what i mean He's, like, showing up, and he's like, we're just going to be in this safe zone for a couple of weeks, and then we'll go back home. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Um, and then he turns into someone who's like, nah, this is, like, no, this isn't any more about us just waiting out a bad time. This is all of humanity has to band together to stop this. You know what I mean? Okay. I can get behind that. I mean, he can still he can still kind of be a dick at the beginning, but it's it's less of him being like a no, this is my toilet paper, and more of like a more of him just like I, I don't know. Uh, what's a good way for him to show that he doesn't he's not? He was like, I don't need to wash my hands and self isolate. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go party. <laughs> he just yeah. starts with him partying down yeah, in Florida just, Beach. Just, yeah, starts with him at the beach with his family. He's like, like ah, if I get fine. zombie virus, I get zombie virus. Mm-hmm. I'm young and healthy. I can survive it. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, uh, hold on. Okay, let's let's pick a let's pick a starting point because that's gonna help my head. Um, okay. He needs to he his let's say the safe zone is somewhere East Coast America, so that then. Um, what if they after. sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but what if what if Go they're ahead. like in a more rural area? Um like, like he just lives in a more rural area? Yes. One that's not as populated, so they can kind of, he can pretend that it's not as serious. Okay. So then is our mm, is our first act him getting to whatever safe zone where he's gonna then start working on He's still. He's then. He's gonna learn about the potential cure that doesn't work. Um. Oh. Oh snap. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. What if he, like you said, he's living in a rural area? Okay. So he's living in a in a, a low population density place, right? So, for him, the zombie outbreak hasn't happened yet. He still lives his life normally. Let's say, I don't know, he's some sort of, I mean, maybe he's on vacation. He's some sort of government worker working for the UN, but he's, like, out on vacation at his summer home in Montana or something, right? Yeah. 
and it's like okay whatever you know it's like this is bad but it's like it doesn't affect oh. us and then some and then and then like near the very beginning of the movie it's like announcement vaccine has been developed um you know please report to this location if you live here to get yourself vaccinated and he's like all right let's go ahead and do it and then he goes he's you know he's like whatever he packs the family up they bring a cooler full of water because they're like ah you know it's a long road trip we'll, we'll we'll get thirsty they get there and then it's like a straight up refugee area like people are like living in tents people are trying like begging for food and water and all this kind of stuff and he's like like this is way worse than i thought it would be to then to real quick to backtrack yeah to kind of yeah, yeah. um to add a more of an ignition to mm-hmm. uh, the inside an incident, incident, um, yeah. maybe like he lives out in rural Montana or whatever uh, with his like say brother, and both of them are kind of like zombie virus deniers, um, and okay. then they're going like hunting or whatever, and then they encounter a pack of zombies, and his brother Brad Pitt's brother Joshua Pitt gets like <laughs> torn to shreds. It's like what the okay. fuck. And then he goes and collects his family. Is like, all right, we gotta go. And then that's mm-hmm. when like the government announces a vaccine. It's like, all right, we gotta go there. I was just gonna yeah. go, but we gotta go there. Um, okay. So then... yeah, so so for them, it's not. It's like something they're hearing about on the news, and it's like kind of the like again, not to not to be political or whatever, but it's kind of like the way we're hearing about it right now. Like where it's like most people aren't affected, but they're hearing about it on the news, and the government is saying you like you know doctors are saying you should do this and the government's saying you should do this like you're hearing different voices everywhere saying yeah. what the appropriate action to take and brad pitt's like we're just up here in our mountains on our ranch we'll be fine he goes out i don't think it should be his brother i don't think it should be someone who's like very close to him because then that's too much i feel like if someone close to him dies the way we have the setup story set up right now that's a lot of emotional weight to put on him for that him to then you know what i mean because it's like if you see someone you love get killed by a bunch of zombies you're immediately going to be on the kill all zombies train you know what i mean i mean well you gotta provide um maybe it could just be a friend what if it's uh, something like someone he doesn't really like what what if it's just something like the next town over he like walks into his town and people are like people seem to be packing up you know oh. things are like hectic in town and then he's like what's going on and he's like bill just came in and he said the, the next town over is on fire and you know what i mean or something like that where it's like or it's or bad like his and town he, like he goes into for supplies and it's overrun by zombies like you got it we gotta bounce yeah i just want it to be really small scale to start i don't want it to be too much emotional punches and too much like oh the world is ending at the start because then we don't have anything to build up to in the second and third act you know what i mean so Mm. what i mean but so what if there's just one zombie one zombie in town he walks up like he's doing his normal shopping and then the zombie is doing shopping (laughs) no brad pitt is in town doing his shopping and then um the like I don't know, someone's like, dude, some weird guy, like, walked... I don't know, something like that, where it's just, like, there's one zombie, and Brett, and, like, he's in, like, the local store or whatever, and then that one zombie attacks somebody, and he's like, oh my god, and there's a big struggle, all this kind of stuff, and he grabs, like, a, like a four-sale gun off the wall, loads it, and blows the zombie's head off, and, like, there's, like, two dead people now, 
and he's like, oh, crap, like, this is real. You know what I mean? It's something it that isn't so like nonchalant, though. I mean, it would be it would be serious in that one sense where he's like he's completely unprepared. There's like a bunch of tension in this store where he's like knocking aside mannequins trying to defend himself. He like grabs a uh, like one of those like um, one of those poles that hold up the whatever. He grabs something and like smacks a zombie with it and like breaks the zombie's leg or something and the zombie just like gets on the ground and starts crawling after him. You know what I mean? Something well, that's like. Well, really scary and high tension for him, but it's not like his whole town is being destroyed. Let, uh, you know what let's I mean? like re- uh, reconfigure this where, um, okay, they he like going back to maybe he encounters encounters it alone out in the woods like hunting. Um, and oh my god, we have ten he, minutes uh, left. Gets okay, attacked and he almost dies, but he survives and kills a zombie. And then so he goes into town to warn everybody in the town. People are like, ah, it didn't happen. You know that sort of storyline. Uh, oh yeah, and then he oh goes no! To go I told I... his uh, family is like we got a we got a jet. And they're like why? Yeah. And yeah. I was oh like, no! Okay, cool. Brad cool. was like no. I... All right, so I was in the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it... I, I love that. I love that. Okay, so we have we have a moment where there's like like Brad Pitt's out. He's hunting right, and then he he goes to the ranger station that he always goes to, and he's like, "Hey, Bill, what's going on?" And he doesn't hear anything. He's like, "Bill," and he rounds the corner, and there's a zombie tearing Bill's guts out. Oh god! And he's just like, he's like, oh crap! And he, uh, and then it's like a person. He's like, stop, stop! You, you know, and he doesn't listen, obviously, because it's a zombie. And he shoots him in the gut, and the zombie like backs up, looks down, and then keeps going after him. And so then you have this fun, this fun like scary moment where he's trying to figure out how to deal with the zombie. Eventually, blows its head off, and it stops. And he goes, and then he goes into town. It's like everybody, we need to get the hell out of Dodge. Oh, that's so awesome! And then at the end when they reach the safe zone somewhere in the Midwest, like somewhere in Ohio or something or whatever, after their long road trip, yeah. they're like, they like turn on the news and it's like, you know, small, small Ridge, small Ridge Creek town in Montana is, has been completely overrun. There are no survivors. And he's like, Oh my God, all my neighbors are dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. There you go, man. Woo. Good. Good solve. Cool. All right. So that is our act. One slash act two, and then uh, so that's our act one. Act two, there's a there's a vaccine being developed. Yeah. So doctors coming out like ah, it's fine. So ooh, ooh well, we, we, we got to make sure to give Brad Pitt some action because if he's just going there and they're developing it on his own, um, yeah. Because we can still give him uh, his character role in the movie where he's like a retired UN guy. And right, 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 his, uh, for sure. friend who is now being renamed to something that doesn't rhyme with his name. Right. Um, he can, it, you know, bring him that, in it, and be like, yeah. hey, you know, blah, Okay, blah. so I, I was going to say his name, sh- his friend's name should be Chad, but I guess we shouldn't Oh, do my that. God. You're, you're right. <laughs> How dare you? Um, Chad Mitt? Yeah, yeah. No, so, yeah, so his friend, his friend, uh, I don't know, Jason, whatever, brings him in and is like, it's glad you came. It's glad you guys got here. This is, it's way worse. <laughs> he than... delivers the line just like that. What? <laughs> it's glad. Wait, you... wait. Oh, oh shit! He like turns the page. It's good you guys came. <laughs> yeah. um, Kirk gets the... <laughs> no. So he he grabs him and he's like, uh, "Good, you guys showed up when you did." It's way worse than anybody's talking about, right? And then we have the scene where the. 
his kids see like their hometown getting destroyed and they're like dad what's going on and he's like ah crap he's like so then his his un friend brings him over and he's like uh you came to the exact right spot we think we have a vaccine right and so he talks to the doctor all this kind of stuff then we can have a moment where the doctor is like or like the, the the military whatever like they start hanging out the vaccine giving giving injections to people and it's like all right this will protect you uh use use normal caution but the, this will protect you from the virus so you can go back to your homes and brad pitt is like i don't think uh we should do that yet let's stay here for a while and but then other people are like you know there's a lot of people leaving the zone now because they think they're safe and then you can have a moment like right outside the walls where you start hearing screaming and people going crazy and then all of a sudden like cars and people are running back trying to get back to the safe zone because there's a big crowd of zombies coming in and it turns out the the vaccine doesn't protect them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Precisely. We have like we have like 5 minutes. Oh maybe. god. Okay. So uh, Okay, so act 3. His buddy's name is like... Chad, his wife name is Mad and his uh, daughter's <laughs> name is Glad and Vlad and anyway. Yes. Their dog is name is uh, Bad. He's Bad Dog. All right. <laughs> hey, do we have that cricket sound effect yet? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. All right. <laughs> uh, so Act Three, uh, after everybody's now like hunkering down, let's say a few weeks have passed, and then uh, everybody's staying safe within within this like protected zone. Then there's an announcement from the U.S. government. Uh, uh, be, being like everything is fine, nobody do anything. Just stay where you are, and everything will work out, right? And then Brad Pitt's like, "That's not true. We've been doing this for a few weeks now. We have to make drastic moves." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we there needs to be some sort of information that Brad Pitt learns where it's like, "This is worldwide," you know, Mister Worldwide style. Where yeah, I this, mean, he, um, he he basically realizes that this isn't this is so much bigger than just what he originally thought and now they have to make last lasting plans you know what i mean yeah um like he could be um spurned on by uh what happened at his hometown and then what happened at this next place with the vaccine the failure there and he's like yeah yeah. we gotta uh impose like these aggressive sweeping actions Mm -hmm. well no his, his solution is we need to get out of america we need to get to iceland or greenland or something where it's like it's an island, very cold, so the zombies don't uh, can't move very well because the winter freezes them, which is something that actually happens in the books. Um, and then it's like, since it's an island, we can control the borders, we can set up very strong defenses, and we can wait this out and recuperate and eventually start a counterattack. You know what I mean? So then he is now going to start a big mass migration of as many people as who will listen to him from his safe zone to get across to the get to the the coast get to the east coast find transportation to get to greenland let's say yeah and then so he would have to find like boats and stuff right right right. well so our our uh our third and fourth act are him convincing people to go with him getting a large group i should say it should be a pretty big group like I, i think it'd be interesting if it's like a couple hundred people out of like let's say you know a couple hundred thousand who are at the safe zone he he gets like two thousand people together 
and they all start. And then, so our third and fourth act are both him, all, like, uh, you know, all of them fighting hordes of zombies trying to get to the East Coast and then finding transportation to yeah. Greenland. Yeah. Uh, and then our final act is they arrive. Uh, they set up communications. They start radioing around the world like, um, this is a safe location. Here we can build defenses and really start our a true counterattack against the zombie outbreak. If anybody's out there, please come here, and uh, humanity might be saved. Type thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I and then our that. that our 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 Act Five epilogue style is like seeing the beginnings of like actual defenses, like big stone walls being built on the coastlines and checkpoints and people coming in. You see people from every every part of the world on boat. Like you can have you can have the ending shot like him standing on top of the wall and then you just see like a like a bunch like a hundred different boats all coming in from different parts Ooh. of the world all coming towards and then him. He grows like a you big know? beard and starts wearing sand. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and then he gets a stick. And then he throws <laughs> it and the stick turns zombies. into a snake. Yeah, exactly. Um Yeah. Cool. I, like I think that. I think we it's actually like, uh, broke that. Yeah, and then I they would have actually... to rename it like uh, New Greenland or whatever. Yeah, New Human Land. New Human Land. Oh god. Yeah, exactly. Z- uh, no zombies allowed. Land. Yes, exactly. Cool. I I think that's pretty. I mean, we didn't really get to get into the detail of like all the fun action stuff that can happen in the third and fourth act. When oh no, that's that'll take way too long. When they're trying to get there, but yeah. What if? I think okay. You, I mean, this is kind of a joke, but maybe something. They're like crossing the ocean, and then they're like, they encounter huge like uh, uh, marine life that's have been zombified. And they're like, it's not just humans, and then there's like a huge octopus that's like half dead. Oh, but that'd be oh, too. Silly. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. I feel like it. Uh, I mean, it doesn't well, need to be like the. Cra- it doesn't need to be the kraken. Yeah, maybe not the like... kraken, but maybe like they're trying to. They do like some fishing, and they. Uh, catch a yeah, fish or and then, shark and they're like dead but then they're still kind of like reeling around no or what if it what if it's like they they're they're fishing because they're trying to get across like they have a fleet of boats right and then one boat uh catches uh, is able to catch like a big thing of fish and people there start eating immediately and then people the people on that boat start turning to zombies because the fish oh, are carrying man. carrying the virus uh, so then Brad Pitt's like we we no more fishing the only, we just have to survive off the rations we have and then and it's like that ship we have to burn it because then the zombies might be able to reach the other yeah. ships if we don't oh, deal with man, it right now sick. ah awesome that's our fourth act big exciting thing where it seems like the whole fleet is about to go down cool all right, we have like we just finished in time. I, we have like, oh nope, we have five seconds left, so we are done. Oh, and boom! Hey, wow, that was really timely. We did it. Yeah, uh, that was fun. That was a good first episode. We definitely haven't recorded any other episodes, so <laughs> this is I a feel great like first did... time ever doing this ever. I know it seems like we did, had no practice with this at all. Wow. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like we did pretty good. Yeah, we did. That, yeah, this is good. I feel like that that's a pretty fun, interesting movie. I feel like we didn't do anything like groundbreaking in terms of zombies, but we did I something like the at boat least. Ride. <laughs> yeah, the boat ride is pretty interesting and it like gives us I feel like the premise we have, at least the bones we have, give us um space to like branch out into like the political intrigue and the people panicking and all the different types of things that can happen with 
a, like a worldwide zombie apocalypse. I wonder if uh, people will listen to this and then hear mm-hmm. this kind of like uh, dick off and shoot the shit for <laughs> the first mm-hmm. however long of the episode. They're like, you guys aren't uh-huh. serious, but then if they stick around, they'll get gold. Uh, oh, yeah. The true, the true cash gold. money. All right. Um, cool. Let's wrap it up. Thanks, everybody who bothered to listen to this and who's staying at home playing video games like a responsible American. So thank you for listening. I, I uh, I've been playing yeah. a ton of video games, ton, ton. Sure. So I feel like I'm kind of hogging my TV a little bit for my roommates. So yeah. I'm gonna move my Xbox <laughs> into my room. And I'm oh, good for you. See, that's what I like. See, Ben is a model American. He not only plays a lot of video games, he makes sure that his other roommates can also do stuff on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. This was really fun. Um, let us know if you liked what we came up with. I think it was pretty good. Um, you wanna? You can hit me up on my Instagram, I guess. Uh, it. My Instagram is photos so it's y-e-t-e underscore photos um and you can let me know what you thought uh you can suggest other things that we should um maybe second draft can we make that a verb or is that too dumb uh second draft that uh i guess the word is rewrite rewrite that no i see where you're going with that but we could do something (laughs) but we'd have to think about it all right. Uh, anything you want to plug real quick? Uh, I guess just my my Instagram, and then my YouTube channel, which is uh, Instagram is Benjamin Pierce Film, and then mm. uh, YouTube is just Benjamin Pierce. And my there's like multiple Benjamin Pierces, <laughs> and then some people are like, "Are you the guy who has 400 jazz like clips?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> yes, no, that's <laughs> that not is me. me. <laughs> it's the one where my face is in the profile picture." <laughs> That's awesome. Is is this you with like you streamed mm-hmm. economic courses like just one video four years ago? <laughs> no. That's awesome. <laughs> um, okay, guys, let us know what you thought. Please send us suggestions about other things we should second draft. I'm I'm gonna stick with that. And uh, stay safe out there. Stay indoors. Watch movies. Play video games like the responsible citizen that you are. All right. Peace out, y'all. Say bye, Ben. Goodbye.